Next, we have Ryan Moon, who will teach us about what can happen when you cross the aisle. Please welcome Ryan. At 23 years old, I was a naive, humble, yet cocky clerk at the Iowa State Capitol Building. As a recent college grad, I was inspired by the hope and change that President Obama had brought to our country. So I wanted to continue my love for politics by working for the first time under the Golden Dome. After years of campaigning and volunteering, I was finally a hotshot with a security ID badge that allowed me right into the Capitol. <laughs> Yet, at the same time, I was just an assistant to a representative making about $8.75 an hour. <laughs> it was my first week at the Capitol when I walked into the back of the House chambers. And that's when I saw her, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. She was wearing a green blouse, black skirt, and black tights. Cue the slow motion. It was like one of those high school prom movies as she was coming down from the stairs. I could almost hear the rock ballad playing in the background. I had to know who she was, who she worked for, and most importantly, was she single? I realized that this job would be a social one, as many other clerks were recent grads like myself and would often get together after work for social outings. We had this group called clerkus. Uh, it's a term from uh, caucus that our bosses were a part of during the day. Clerks from both sides of the aisle would get together after work, whether it was dinner at Legends karaoke night at AJ's, or more often than not, our favorite spot, the Beachwood Lounge, for loud music and plenty of bush lights. <laughs> Two for Tuesday, huh? It was through these clerkess events that I learned her name, Haley Smith. She was a clerk, and she was a student at Iowa State University and she was working for her father, Jeff Smith. And yes, she was single. However, just like her father, she was also a Republican. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Almost perfect. How could I? a staunch Democrat, working for one of the most liberal representatives in the State House, date a Republican. I always told myself I could never do that. Pretty sure I even tweeted it. <sighs> I couldn't date someone who didn't share my values, plain and simple. One day after work, Haley and I carpooled down to the Beechwood together for some one-on-one -on -one time. Now. Haley and I have had one-on-one -on -one conversations in the past, but we never talked about politics 
for obvious reasons. But again, being the cocky 23-year-old I was, figured I could win any debate I started, I had to ask her about something. An I heart voter ID bumper sticker on the back of her car. <laughs> I joked with her. Just so you know, I'm never getting in a car with an I heart voter ID bumper sticker again. She smiled and took my sarcasm in stride. But of course, I didn't drop it. So I asked, why do you have that? Is that something you truly believe in? She explained to me that she had a contest with one of her friends to see who can get the most conservative bumper stickers on the back of their car. I think she won. Uh, and before you knew it, Haley and I were discussing the pros and cons of the issue. And the weird part is, we actually listened to what the other side was saying. And that's when I realized how truly incredible Haley was. Not long, other clerks arrived, so we ended our conversation. But a few days later, I noticed something. While other conservative and Republican bumper stickers remained on the back of her car, the iHeart voter ID bumper sticker was gone. <laughs> now, Haley and I continued uh, to get drinks together after work, and we started hanging out a lot. That brought a lot of Democrats to approach me and say, be careful, Ryan, don't give away our secrets. <laughs> what secrets? The same thing was happening on her side of the aisle. Even her intimidating father approached me one day to ask, all right, what's really going on? One day, Haley and I were discussing, and we figured out that none of us had dates on Valentine's Day. So I invited her over to watch the season premiere of House of Cards, of course, <laughs> and to eat barbecue pork chops with red wine. Turns out she doesn't like barbecue pork chops or red wine, <laughs> but we had fun nonetheless. However, even after all this, I was still so naive. I kept coming back to the fact that a Republican and Democrat cannot work. Yes, the voter ID discussion was cordial and productive, but at the end of the day, we would always argue and we could never agree on anything. That's not exactly a great foundation for a relationship. It wasn't until one day Haley accepted a summer internship in Washington, D.C. for the Republican National Committee that I stopped being naive. I missed her. I missed our conversations. Yeah, politics is a big part of our lives, but there was such much more to Haley. You know, we would talk about movies and sports. She had an incredible sense of humor that always made me laugh. So I finally just picked up the phone, called her up, and asked her to be my girlfriend. And luckily, she said yes. <laughs> Fast forward a year later. Haley and I both moved out to Washington, D.C. and accepted jobs. Haley was to work for Congressman David Young on the Hill, 
and I was to work for a very liberal progressive firm in downtown DC. Her days were spent on advancing Republican policies. My days were spent on undoing them. <laughs> At this point, Haley and I have got used to this uh, different size of the aisle relationship, but we still realize this is still a rarity, especially in a divided DC. Uh, people would always come up to us and say, well, how does it work? I just don't get it. <laughs> Her, um, my friends assumed that Haley was prejudiced, and uh, her friends assumed I was a socialist. <laughs> so you could say we're a little bit nervous the first time we blended our friend groups together. After a couple years, Haley and I decided to move back to Iowa. Nothing beats God's country. <laughs> and cheap living. <laughs> That's when I brought Haley to the first place that we met, and I got down on one knee, and I asked her to marry me. Thanks. The Iowa State Capitol Building. A place that is full of divide and disagreement had come a place that Haley and I met. We fell in love. It was a perfect place to ask her to be my wife. A few months ago, Haley and I got married. So yes, she said yes. <laughs> Just a couple days before the midterm elections. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we actually had our Canadian atheist socialist friend from DC marry us. And if you know us, they couldn't have been more perfect. The day was full of friends and family, both liberal and conservative. However, the speeches focused on how Haley and I both came from opposite sides of the aisle, but ended up walking down the same aisle. And why, even though our country seems to get more divided by the minute, everyone put that aside to focus on what truly matters most in life, love. <laughs> so, how did a man who said, I could never date a Republican. Marry one? <laughs> Great question. I started focusing on the things that I love most about Haley, and I stopped focusing on the policies that we disagreed with. Yeah, some of you may say, well, you guys just must not talk about politics. No, we do a lot. And even though I did win that debate, I don't win many others, so I do like to add that. There's so much more to Haley, and I love her so much that I saw past that R next to her name. <laughs> yes, Haley is still a registered Republican, and I am still a registered Democrat. The day we got our marriage license in Adele at the county courthouse, we both walked across the street to vote and we canceled each other's votes out. <laughs> now, while I said I could never go anywhere to the other side of the aisle, I am so happy that I crossed it to be with you. Together, walking down the aisle is where we always belonged. Thank you. Thank you.